desires, though exhilarating, are often accompanied by fear and discomfort. Most of us interpret this fear as a sign that we must be in the wrong place. But I encourage you to look at it as a sign on the path and go in that direction. If you can summon the courage to walk alongside fear in the direction of your authentic life, there is great joy, mystery and potential waiting. Hello and welcome to the Cashflow Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Susan Crichton and I'm your host for today. My current screensaver is a quote from Leo C. Tidzi, I think that's how you say it, it's T-Z-U. At the centre of your being, you have the answer. You know who you are and you know what you want. Okay, yes, Leo, I worship you. And if I lived at the same time, we might have been soulmates. But wouldn't you agree that it's maybe a little easier to know who you are and what you want when you're not trying to drag a work project across the finish line? Figure out the logarithmic maths for your child while simultaneously managing daily helpful phone calls from your elderly parents. It can be challenging to hear the answers at the centre of our being amid the noise of the modern world. Advertising, social media and a host of other influencers in our lives, including parents, bosses, friends, ancestors, children, teachers, partners, are intimately intertwined in our ideas of what we think we want, both sublimely and overtly. And untangling what we're told to want from what we actually want can be tricky. These external wants are better known as shoots. And here's the thing. Although they've got a bad rap as of late from self-help experts saying, don't shoot on yourself, I'd argue that a shoot is simply a desire based on someone else's value system. In other words, a dream that doesn't belong to you. To find out what dream actually does belong to you, you'll first need to identify those kidzu-like shoots, which can be difficult because they may sound practical, virtuous, or seemingly impressive to someone else. When first asked to name them, you will often draw a blank or feel overwhelmed. So instead, ask yourself these prompts without thinking too hard. I should blank today because I should blank this month because I should blank this year because. Many of us have been carrying around these shoulds disguised as wants for a good proportion of our lives. And I've found that the time increment in this exercise helps you develop awareness around what you feel and look like. The first step in shifting to operating under your own idea of a life well lived instead of someone else's. 
Of course, some shoulds are obligations we can't ignore or walk away from. For example, you may think, I should cook dinner tonight because my family needs to eat. What if, instead of feeling overwhelmed, even just talking about dinner tonight, we try and find a way to honour your family's needs without compromising your own? Can you order takeout? Can someone else cook? Usually there's a solution that would make it possible to make a different plan for dinner. The point is not to eliminate all shoulds. Consider other people's desires and needs is one, but not the only element of being a good partner, parent and friend. But when someone's voice deadens and they tell me they need to stay at their company for at least five more years, save the world and the children and the bugs, or collaborate with the fanciest person they know because they feel like they should, I know that I'm having a conversation with a person whose shoulds have drowned out the voice of their soul. And that soul voice is the one that I'm most rigorously interested in because it contains directions of how you are meant to evolve, which leads me to the next journal prompt. It's inspired by a quote from Tom Howard Thurman, author and civil rights leader, who once said, there is something in every one of you that waits and listens for the sound of the genuine in yourself. It is the only true guide you will ever have. So let's take a moment and ask yourself, today, the genuine sounds like what? This month, the genuine sounds like what? This year, the genuine sounds like what? These prompts are meant to unearth what I call desires. And like shoots, which usually make us feel physically uncomfortable or like wearing another person's shoes and carrying all of their bags, exhausting ourselves, desires can have the sensation of lightness, excitement, expansion, tingles, sometimes a rumbling in the stomach. They will keep nudging us until we allow them to surface. And if we're not skilled at identifying and listening to them, they may remain trapped inside of all of us and can depress our spirits and profoundly drain our energy. There's usually a moment of truth, about 45 minutes or maybe three weeks or maybe 10 years into considering your desires, when your voice will break open, morphing into a strange combination of shaky and strong, like a calf who's just learned to walk. And you'll say, I guess if I was honest, the thing I really want to do is, what, make people laugh in every country around the world? Invent a reusable cupcake? I don't know. It's usually followed by, oh my goodness, that's so crazy or stupid or weird. But it's not crazy. 
Aligning our lives with desires increases the likelihood of getting what we want. Your desires knows exactly how to place you at the intersection between success and fulfilment. If only you'd listen. And if your desires feel a little muddy or unclear, I've got one more prompt that may help you come at it from a different angle. If you're a frequent journaler, I suggest you switch up your output mode. If you normally type, try writing or record your voice talking about each answer. If you write with your right hand, try writing with your left hand. Or why don't you ask a trusted friend to share in the exercise with you and ask them to pay close attention to your eyes, specifically when they light up. Or you could paint, draw, or obviously the best option, dance it out. What secret dream am I keeping close to my heart? If your desire is to start writing a book, but you can't imagine that happening in the current makeup of your life, you might realise that you're longing to use words in an interesting way or create something of your own. The next step would be figure out one small, actionable way you can respond to this for growth. Now is a great time. And one more thing, desires, though exhilarating, are often accompanied by fear and discomfort. Most of us interpret this fear as a sign that we must be in the wrong place. But I encourage you to look at the sign on the path. Look at it as a sign on the path and go in that direction. If you can summon the courage to walk along side fear in the direction of your authentic life, there is great joy, mystery and potential waiting. The Cashflow Lifestyle Club will be launching soon. And it's a club for self-motivated business owners who can start to unlock their desires and live the life they want, not the life they need. Interested? Then keep listening to the podcast for the date when I launch the club. You're listening to the Cashflow Lifestyle Podcast, and my name's Susan Crichton. Thanks for listening.